Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about a situation that happened to a friend of mine, and it involved being fooled by someone online. And I thought that this story was really important because I know there are probably many people out there just like her who have trusted someone. It doesn't have to be someone you met online, but maybe some of you have let people into your life that you trusted and you allowed them to take advantage of you. And now you're beating yourself up over it going, why did I do that? What is going on? And maybe you feel stupid now for having done that, as my friend does. And I'm here to tell you all about her story because I think that you can benefit from it and you won't feel alone. Maybe someone out there will hear this and go, oh my gosh, I'm not the only person. And also, I want to talk to you about why you were able to or someone was able to get in and really build your trust and then break that trust and what you can do to help so that it doesn't happen again to you in the future because it's a terrible feeling. It's awful to feel like you put your guard down, you let someone in only to have them take advantage of you and be a terrible person to you. And when something like this happens, it's important to remember that that says way more about that person's character than it does yours. But there are reasons why people are able to come in and do that to us. And I want to talk to you about that in a minute. And of course, it has a lot to do with our people-pleasing ways. That is a big part of why we sometimes allow people to come in, even though maybe in the back of our minds we're thinking to ourselves like, oh, I shouldn't trust this person or... What if this person is trying to, you know, take advantage of me? And so all along, maybe your intuition was telling you something was off, but you weren't listening to it. And again, there are many reasons that happens, which I'm going to talk about after I explain this situation. Okay, so I have a friend and um, I'm, of course, not going to mention her name or anything for her own privacy, but I have a friend who... uh, person started messaging her online and she thought that this person was one person like she thought this was a male who was fairly attractive and they built up a relationship where they were just talking back and forth every day like texting pretty much nonstop all the time so this person was like gaining her trust and built this emotional relationship with her And knew like all of the right things to say because he had probably gone and stalked all of her social media sites and knew exactly what kind of person she was. So then this person, you know, of course, takes a little time to build up trust, right? With that emotional conversation, he gets her hooked into this where she actually thinks that she loves this person that she's never met. And... He sends her a video, so she's convinced that it's one person, but so many, you can fake videos nowadays, and I'm trying to tell my friend this, like, I love you, but this person probably faked a video, and 
tricked you into believing that he was who he was, even though he wasn't. And there are a lot of clues when you're talking to people online that it's somebody trying to catfish you. You just have to be aware and pay attention to that, especially when it's men. And not that women can't do this too, because absolutely, criminals have just gotten much smarter these days and technology has made it easier for them. Especially when we hide behind avatars and we can create fake accounts and all of those things. So the big key to me, as my friend was like letting me go back and look at these texts, I'm like, you know, this person's grammar and English were not good. This actually sounded like someone that spoke English as a second language. And I'm not saying that to, you know, be offensive to anyone, but a lot of people who scam do it from other countries because, again, it's easy and harder to track down. So I'm looking at her and I'm like, you know, this is not the English of someone who speaks English as their first language. This, you know, you can just tell as being a language teacher, I can see patterns where you know, people who don't speak that language natively, how it might look like, you know, for example, if in some languages you put the adjective after the noun, so they say, you know, shoe white, not white shoe. And those are just some little subtleties that you can pick up on, just things like that, um, to tell that, you know, or if they use the wrong preposition with something that's another big clue to me. So teaching a language that just stood out immediately. I'm like, this is not an American who's writing to you because English is not their first language. You can tell by this, this, this. Not that I was trying to make her feel stupid or anything. Because if you didn't teach a language, you might not pick up on that right away. But the other thing, you know, is that they're trying to gain trust and My friend, I love her, but she's very, very trusting to a fault. To the point that, you know, you might say that she's naive sometimes. So she has trusted this person. They built this emotional connection. And then, of course, the next step is this person asks for money. And the person is asking for money so they can get a divorce, so they can be with her. It's this whole mess. It was just crazy. And in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, like, how could you fall for this? But then I'm thinking about the emotional connection. That is what she was missing in her life, was having the emotional connection she needed with someone else. She'd had relationships, but they were never fulfilling because, you know, she would always pick guys who were emotionally unavailable or just immature. So she never really got what she was looking for. And in this one conversation with this person, this person was able to say all of the right things because when you shower someone with love and attention and they're not used to getting it, it's the strangest thing. But in the same way, this wasn't a real relationship either because it's online and distance and there's no physical being together and all of that. So it's just a big mess. And you may be thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, like how does this happen? Or maybe some of you are out there going, yeah, I've had that happen to me before. I don't know what your case is. 
But I understood after she started describing the emotional connection immediately, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, he was giving her what she didn't have and what she needed. But the problem is that other people can't be the ones to fill us up. We have to fill ourselves up. And you've heard me say that many times, but it's the truth. And if you are complete and whole as a person and feeling content and happy with yourself, you wouldn't be able to be sucked in by someone online because immediately you would see the red flags. We don't see things, we don't see red flags when we're not healed and whole. And the reason we don't is because we feel like we deserve to be treated as less than. Or, you know, we overlook things that other people are saying, hey, why are you letting someone treat you that way? And we just tell ourselves, that's not that bad. Uh, this person has good qualities. You know, the, the good qualities are, yeah, they have just as many as bad or whatever. We try to justify everything. Like, it's okay, I'm allowing myself to be taken advantage of. Or I've got this person who isn't giving as much as I am in the relationship, but that's just how it is. And the truth is, that's how it is if you have an unhealthy relationship. If you have a relationship that's toxic, and a toxic relationship doesn't mean somebody hitting you, that's not what that means. A toxic relationship is one that's codependent. So you are relying on someone else to fulfill your happiness and to make you feel validated. And in the same way, your partner may be doing the same thing. So you end up giving, 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 giving to this person who maybe never really seems to be satisfied. Because honestly, when we overgive in that way, we're turning that person off because it's not a challenge anymore. It's not exciting. It's just like they get whatever they want. Why is that a challenge to them? Or if you just completely conform who you are, to please this person and if this person says I love steak and like you, you like it okay but it's not your favorite and you're just all of a sudden like I love steak and then they say I like the color blue and you're like I like the color blue and you just start changing who you are to be with this person if you continue to do that this person's going to be bored out of their minds because they don't want to date themselves they want to date someone else someone who has opinions someone who knows who they are and when you get in a codependent relationship, if you're constantly trying to do things to appease the other person and to make the other person happy, you're going to be resentful and miserable and angry and upset because you're not getting your needs met. Because you're constantly meeting the other person's needs and not worrying about yourself. Where you know you should be taken care of, but you just play it off. You're like, oh, well, you know, this is how it is. Only that's not how it's supposed to be in a normal relationship. You shouldn't be feeling resentful and angry and upset. You should feel like a whole person and the person you have a relationship with should compliment you and should be an equal partner. And so, so many times in this country, I mean, we really need to have classes for men and women on relationships in high school because nowadays, most of us don't see healthy relationships. I know I didn't because my parents divorced when I was young and their relationship wasn't healthy anyway. 
even when they were together, they fought constantly. And it's too many times we see that, you know, one person carrying the brunt of the relationship when that's not how it should be. It should be equal give and take. And too many times you have one person in the relationship who ends up losing their identity because they didn't know who they were really in the first place. They didn't have a solid identity because if you're really secure in who you are and you have a solid identity, if you get in a relationship, you're not going to disappear in it. But if you don't really know who you truly are and you don't truly love yourself and you don't realize that you're the one who has to make yourself feel better and to show yourself love, then as soon as you get into a relationship, you're going to disappear in it. You're just going to be gone and all of a sudden it's just going to be you always doing things with your partner. And the thing is, it's healthy for you to have a life outside of your relationship. It's perfectly healthy and normal for you to go hang out with your friends and do the things that you like to do without your partner. You should be together, but also have outside interest. And that's where a lot of people go wrong because they just, once they're together, they're together and you never see them not together. That's not, exa- that's not a healthy relationship because that's really more of a codependent relationship if you're constantly relying on each other. And that's not to say, you know, obviously you want to spend time together and you want to be together, but I'm just saying if if you can't function without your partner, that's a problem. That's a codependent relationship that should be equal 50-50 give and take. And you should have an identity that's yours and yours alone outside of your marriage or your relationship. And that's where I think a lot of people go wrong. And that's why it's so easy for somebody to come in and manipulate you if you have low self-esteem and you don't love yourself and you don't feel like a whole person. Then when someone comes in with all of the sweet talk, like you're amazing, you're wonderful, you fall for it because you needed somebody to tell you that. But the problem is you need to tell yourself that. You need to feel that way about yourself And yes, of course, we want a partner who's going to come in and tell us that we're wonderful and we're lovely and, you know, all of those things. That would be great. But you're not going to have somebody who tells you that every single day in a relationship when life goes on and things get difficult. You're not going to have somebody like falling all over you every single day. That's just not possible. If we're going through life and we're busy, you know, sometimes that takes a back seat. And you have to be okay in yourself and secure enough to know it doesn't have anything to do with you. It's just life. And, you know, you have those moments when your partner does tell you how wonderful you are, but it doesn't have to do it every single second of every single day. And if you need somebody there telling you every single second of every single day that you're amazing and you're wonderful and you're this and you're that, then you have a hole that needs to be filled by you. Your partner can't fill it. It has to be filled by you. It's your responsibility to feel that you're wonderful and you're amazing and all the good things. And the problem comes because when many of us were growing up, we weren't told that. Maybe we got the opposite message, not because somebody directly told us, but maybe maybe when we did things, we saw the disappointed look on our parents' faces. Or maybe our parents just weren't even around because they were so busy. 
or whatever. There's so many different scenarios. Or maybe they did tell you you were, you know, a horrible child. I don't know. I hope they didn't, but I know that happens. And the thing is that we get our sense of who we are as we're growing up. So it's easy to understand and to see why people are missing that self-love and self-esteem. But it's not a hopeless cause and you're not a lost cause. You can absolutely fix it as an adult. We can't, ha- we can't help what happened to us when we were growing up. We can't help what happened to us as kids. But as adults, it's absolutely 100% our responsibility to fix what happened to us. And if you say, oh, that's not fair. I didn't break me. Why do I have to fix me? Well, now you're playing the victim and that's not going to get you anywhere. Because if you go to your parents and say, you need to fix me because you broke me, what do you think they're going to say? They're going to be like, whatever, get out of my face, you know? Parents, I mean, they do the best they can when they raise us, but we don't come with instructions. And everyone falls. We really do. And some fall worse than others. And usually it's a secular thing. They had parents who weren't there for them and so on. And it just goes in a cycle until you decide that you're going to be the one to break that family cycle. And when you work on self-love and building your self-esteem and your self-worth, that's exactly what you're doing. You are breaking the cycle of abuse for your family and you're helping future generations. You really are. When you say it stops with me, I'm not going to continue to depend on others to validate me or for my happiness. I'm going to rely on myself. And when you do that, when you build your self-love and self-esteem, when someone comes at you trying to give you bull, when they come at you giving you crumbs, you just flick them away like a fly. You know, you're like, no, go away. I don't want you. I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to breadcrumb me and give me less than what I deserve. And I don't have time for you. I'm too busy living my best life. And it's absolutely true. Because you know what? It's nice when people come and give you attention. But I've had guys who come and they send me these text messages. And immediately I'm like, you're ridiculous. Go away. Because I know exactly the type of person this is going to be. And before I might have like fallen for it and at least gone out with them a couple of times. Now I don't even waste my time. I'm not saying that because I'm being a huge, you know what, I'm not being the B word. I'm doing it because I respect myself. I love myself and I care about myself. And I'm not about to waste my time dealing with people who aren't worth my time. And that's not because I think I'm better than anyone else. It's because I know what I deserve and I don't deserve to have my time. I have precious time. There are constantly things that I need to be doing for myself. And sitting and talking to someone that I know doesn't have the best intentions for me is not one of them. And so one of the things that I've noticed after having worked on my own self-love and self-esteem is I'm very picky about who I talk to and not because I'm a snob or a snot, but because I know what I deserve and I will not settle for less than that. And once you work on your self-love and self-esteem, that's exactly what you'll do too. And you'll look back at your old relationships and be like, oh my gosh, what the hell was I thinking? This person was a hot mess. Why did I even bother? Why did I waste my time? 
But the truth is, we're all learning and we're all struggling. And the difference comes when you have people who are trying to work on themselves and people who aren't. And that's really what it comes down to. We're at different places on our journey, but some people will never work on themselves in this lifetime. They just don't get it. They haven't awoken and they don't understand that they need to fix themselves. So they just continue going around, stomping all over the hearts of people they meet because they don't understand that they're the problem. Because we all are. We all have to work on ourselves. But when you sit there and go, I'm fine, I'm great, you're the problem, then you really are the problem. But people who push blame onto other people, like our relationship didn't work out because of you. It wasn't, I had nothing to do with that. Of course you had something to do with that. We all play a part in every relationship we have, and we're all 100% responsible for 100% of our involvement in the relationship. Nobody's perfect, but the difference comes when you realize, oh my gosh, I keep repeating the same patterns of behavior in my relationships. I need to fix something about that. And what you realize is, I have to fix me. I have to fix me. And the best way to do that is to work on your self-love and self-esteem. I have done so much research and studying about attachment styles and even talk about that in my program, You Are Lovable. I talk about the different attachment styles and how they form. And that has a big effect on how we choose to show up in a relationship and how we behave in relationships. And I also talk about the different love languages because we all speak different languages in that area. And that also has a big role in how we behave and how we show up in relationships. Once we learn who we are, we can better learn how we behave in relationships and how to either change our behavior or how to work with people who don't have the same attachment style as us, who don't have the same love language. But we also learn how to respect ourselves and how we're not going to accept anything less than what we deserve. Because you deserve to be so amazingly happy. You do. And the universe wants you to be abundantly happy and to have a relationship that just makes you feel like you hit the jackpot. But if you don't feel that way, it has everything to do with yourself, not the other person. The other person just shows us what we need to still work on within us. But the good news is you can at any time decide to do things differently. You can wake up tomorrow and say, I'm going to change how I behave in relationships. I'm going to get what I deserve. And that starts by self-love. And my course, You Are Lovable, is perfect if you've been struggling in this area because I teach you things like how to have healthy boundaries, how to rebuild your self-esteem. Once we've been broken down, it's so important for us to build ourselves back up again. And I teach you how to do that through meditations, through tappings, through affirmations, I teach you how to love your body. I teach you about attachment styles and how they're affecting our relationships. I teach you so many things in this program. And that is one of the best things that I ever did was to to choose to work on myself. 
because I know that a relationship for me is coming that's going to be mind-blowing because I've done the work. And I know that I'm not going to accept someone who doesn't see my worth and my value. I'm not even going to look in your direction if you don't see my worth. And I think that there are so many of you out there who are settling for less than what you deserve. And the universe is very sad about that because you deserve so much more. But that's part of why we're here is to learn how to love not just others, but to love ourselves as well. And there's so many of us who don't love ourselves. We can't look in the mirror and say, I love you deeply and unconditionally. We just can't do it. And that's what we need to be working on. So if that sounds like you and you've been going through these relationship issues, it's time. It's time for you to take care of this, to do something about it. So sign up for my class, You Are Lovable. In fact, I'm going to put a coupon code there because it's $55 right now. If you listen to this podcast, and you, I'm going to put a coupon code in the notes to this podcast. And I'm going to give you a $5 off coupon. If you are needing this, go take advantage of this program. It is so worth it. Just put in the coupon code. I created this program with people like myself in mind. I know how much of a struggle it was for me to find myself in relationships. And when I realized that I was the one holding me back, it was me. It was such a freeing feeling. I felt so much better after I realized everything that I was doing wrong. I thought, I can fix this. This is not something that can't be changed. It's definitely something that you can change. You can work on it and you can attract all of the love that you deserve. But you have to put in the work first. But you're worth it. You're absolutely worth the work. So go get that coupon code in the show notes and then go to my website, melissaoatman.com and then sign up for the course. It's all online. You do it all yourself at your own pace. There are 14 lessons there daily that you do. And it's yours to keep forever. So you can go back and keep repeating the lessons if you feel like you need to. I've had to do that before. I've taken courses where after I took the course, I went back and redid all of the lessons again because I felt like I just needed to hear it again. And there's no shame in that. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you today. So I pulled a card from my Divine Whispers deck. And the card I pulled is Be a Beacon of Light for Others. You have come here with a mission, my dear soul. One part of that mission is to be a light for others in this world that often feels so dark. All too often, we see so much darkness in the world, so it's crucial for us to show others that there is still light. You can be a beacon of light just by showing the world your kindness. You might be asking yourself, what can I do? The answer is that is the little things that matter most. Hold open the door for someone, smile and say hi, or pay for someone's coffee. There are so many ways that we can show others our light. What will you do to show your light today? And there are some daily mantras that go with this card. Today, I will show up and let my light shine. Today, I will show kindness towards others. I was born to shine. 
I give myself permission to shine my light, be the light, spread the light. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being here with me. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. Please leave me a review from wherever you're listening. And if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There on my offerings page, you will see all of the services I offer, and you can purchase them directly from that page. When you're ready to book, if you buy a session, you can contact me and we will set up the session. All of my sessions are done online through Zoom. That way you can be in the comfort of your own home. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 6.30 Central on Facebook where I do a free card reading. And if you show up for the live, I will pull a card for you as well. I have some exciting news coming up. I have been um, trying these new protein bars, Smarter for Life, and, excuse me, just Smart for Life, and they are amazing, and I'm going to be talking about them in the next upcoming episodes because um, you're going to love them. I love them so far, but I'm still trying them out, so I will be talking about them on my next episode. I hope that you guys have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye, guys.